The Frontline Podcast is brought to you by Legion Technologies. Hourly employees want and need flexibility and predictability. They desire more connection and belonging with their peers and companies. And businesses want to maximize productivity while enhancing employee engagement to reduce turnover. Who said we can't have it all? The Frontline Podcast is focused on discussing the challenges that come along with having an hourly workforce and shedding light on these important employees who are so often overlooked. You'll hear from leaders bringing transformational and innovative change to their organizations and ways you can improve your own experience and the experiences of your employees, no matter where you sit in your organization. At Legion, we believe that AI-powered workforce management solves these challenges. I'm your host, Tracy Chernoff, Director of Employee Engagement at Legion Technologies and the host of the podcast, Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources. Be sure to subscribe to the Frontline Podcast so you're the first to hear our bi-weekly episodes, which will come out every other Thursday. Learn more at legion.co, follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn, and get ready to be part of the solution. Welcome back to the Frontline Podcast. I am Tracy Chernoff, your host. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to or watching this podcast. As a reminder, we are in our first season and we release episodes every other Thursday. So we are a bi-weekly production over here and we're so glad that you're able to join us every other week. This week's guest is the CEO of Legion Technologies, Sanish Mandkar. And I have to say I've known Sanish now for a few years because if you've listened to this podcast since the beginning, you know that I actually found Legion Technologies because I was a customer of Legion back in the day. So, um, you know, organically, we wanted to really bring to light a survey that we recently commissioned and that was published um, just a month ago and on June 14th. And so this survey is really focused on the state of the hourly workforce as of 2022. And I think that the results of the survey are really, really compelling. And so who better to talk about these results than Sanish? So let me tell you a little bit about Sanish before we jump into the episode. Sanish is the founder and CEO of Legion Technologies. He has more than 20 years of strategic experience in products, technology, and cloud ops. He was chief product officer at SAP and Ariba. In his role at SAP, he was responsible for all procurement and business network products and technology, which represented over $1 billion of annual revenue. Sanish holds a Bachelor's of Computer Engineering from Poon University and a Master's of Computer Science from Cornell University. So again, these survey results are really compelling and I think you're going to love this discussion that I have with Sanish. And if you'd like to read the survey, I have linked it in the show notes so that you can gain more insight and information. Plus in the show notes, you can learn more about how you can connect with Sanish. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Sanish. Sanish, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad we, we finally got you on. Thanks for having me. This yes. is, I'm sure this is going to be fun. I think so. I certainly hope so. If we're not having fun, what are we doing after all, right? Exactly. So I like to start out every episode with a couple of questions to help any listeners get to know you a little bit better. And I think it's a really nice way to start. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're currently located, and what you do? Sounds good. My name is Anish Monkar. I'm the founder and CEO of Legion. And I live in San Francisco. I've been in the San Francisco Bay Area for close to about 20 years. And uh, I've been working on Legion for 
six years. Out of those 20 years prior to Legion, I was with SAP uh, as chief product officer, um, working on enterprise software, procurement, supply chain, uh, business networks. Those were the areas of focus. And prior to uh, SAP, where I spent a, a, a couple of years, I was with this company called Ariba. And Ariba was, uh, uh, was a pioneer in procurement software in, in, in the cloud. And I spent uh, 13 years at Ariba, uh, initially joined as engineer, uh, and then eventually uh, ran everything from product engineering and operations. Uh, and that's Ariba was acquired by SAP in uh, it's about 10 years now, 10 years ago. And uh, that's how I ended up at SAP. And uh, after SAP was my, my journey with Legion. Wow. So this, I guess, leads me into my next question, which is what you attribute to, you know, from your career journey specifically to have gotten you to where you are today to starting Legion? Like what, what was the catalyst for you? I think there were many, uh, but firstly, I'll say that um, just spending over 15 years building complex enterprise software was a lot of grounding in the type of software that workforce management is. Uh, you know, workforce management is complex, is, um, is mission critical. A um, lot of large companies are, you know, depending on this software. So the type of uh, experience and grounding that you need building complex enterprise software, I had that before. Um, the, the part that was about the subject matter itself, I think there's uh, several things that sort of, you know, kind of triggered in a very short time period for me. One was I was, I left SAP at that time and I was enjoying a, a nice long break um, of six months, which kind of now seems like such a luxury. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was, you know, traveling within the US, visiting national parks and, you know, uh, seeing a lot of small towns um, uh, across the country. And, and um, it struck me how you know, large or small businesses across the country that I'm, I'm, you know, experiencing, whether it's a hotel I'm staying in or a small cafe that I'm visiting, or it could be a store inside a national park for souvenirs. Everybody had like looking for worker sign. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, wow, wow, this is like a, it's, it's a problem that permeates no matter what the size of the company is, what, what, what is the, you know, what's the matter here? And again, since I had a lot of time of talking to, you know, spending a lot of time talking to the workers, talking to the managers and, and I started sort of, you know, it started putting together a picture for me where it were very similar problems. The employees, the hourly workers were looking for things which we would consider uh, pretty basic. Like, you know, basic, you know, hey, can I, can I have a little bit more control about my schedule? Mm -hmm. Can I have better tools to communicate with my manager if I'm running late? Can I get, you know, paid after the shift is done? Like those types of things. And, uh, and managers were saying, hey, uh, I, I too need better tools. I need, it would be great if I could have some, some technology or something to help me, you know, A, manage my team better, 
make sure they're happy, but also they have a big job. They're managing customers and managing budgets and making sure they're compliant. And so that same in some shape or form using maybe different words, the same story was echoed over and over again. I might've heard that on, uh, on that trip of almost two months, I might've heard that, I don't know, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I came back and I, talk to people in my network uh, from SAP and retail execs and, you know, and they had their own perspective of this, but very similar type of, uh, you know, kind of conclusions where situation going from bad to worse with new things like omni-channel where customers are coming at you using not just walking in the store, but buying online, expect them to deliver. What's the most efficient way to deploy labor? And still, run as a business and still give, you know, positive experiences to your employees. That was just a very hard problem. And I felt like after hearing all that, I was really compelled to that. It's not just a great business opportunity. Obviously it, it, it is every time you're solving, you have an opportunity to solve a problem at this scale, but it also is a problem that has a lot of social ramifications and it has a, it could, this is one of those things that, that could genuinely improve lives, that could genuinely improve the society and the economic value of the society. And, and that was very compelling for me. So that's led to sort of the, you know, uh, initially the more research into what could be solutions versus just looking at the problems that needed to be solved, but eventually led to the founding of Fusion. That's an amazing story. And I think there's probably no better guest to ask this of, um, but can you tell us what the mission of Legion is so that we can jump right into those survey questions? Yeah, it is, uh, the, the mission of Legion is easy to save, and, but it, it will be a lifelong you know, uh, exercise in, in trying to deliver to it, uh, which is turning our lead jobs into good jobs. That's our mission. And the first, uh, reaction I get when I hear that is, oh, that's great. That sounds like the right thing to work on, but what exactly does it mean? And uh, my answer to that is, when you look at both the employees who, who occupy these jobs in labor-intensive industries, particularly like retail, hospitality, manufacturing, distribution centers, and call centers, so on and so forth, and the employers who employ these, uh, these, these workers, they both would agree that there is a lot of opportunity to improve the, the, the efficiency and the quality of these jobs. Uh, businesses, obviously, you know, for these labor intensive businesses, this is probably the largest manageable spend on their p mm. and it makes sense. You're paying everybody everybody by the hour. You want to make sure that what you're getting, you know, something back for it, which because that directly drives your bottom line and your top line in, in, in many industries. Uh, so efficiency and productivity just top of your list of things to worry about. But then the the turnover is so high, the cost of worker replacement, you know, in many of these industries, turnover is is is, is over 100%, which mm-hmm. you know may seem uh, for people not from that industry may seem like a mind-boggling number, but that's uh, that's normal. 
uh, or at least considered normal, which which you know we just have to reject that 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 concept. Something is wrong. It's, yeah. It should not be normal. And from an employee standpoint, speaking of turnover, from an employee standpoint, they understand wages cannot be very high because these are these are jobs where you know um, they are closer to the minimum wage rate jobs, right? They understand that. They still would like as much wages as they can get. Don't get me wrong, but wages tend to be tend to normalize or standardize across job categories. For example, restaurant workers in San Francisco will end up making more or less the same. There's, right. There is one restaurant that's going to stand out and say, I'm going to pay $20 more. Uh, almost never happens. So whether they stay at a job or leave a job comes down to other things than just pay rate. And, and that's where employees rightfully so are asking for, in my opinion, basic experiences like, you know, uh, some say in uh, owning their schedule, some, uh, you know, communication tools and so on and so forth. So when you provide these things, when you provide this flexibility and better experience, maybe digital experience to the employees and productivity efficiency for the employers, that those those jobs are good jobs. Then you will transform these jobs into in, into good jobs, definitely much, much better than where they are today. Then on top of that, when you layer on objectives of financial wellness, of uh, better engagement, of, of uh, workforce sharing between multiple locations for employees that increase productivity and yield, when you kind of layer all these things, this definitely looks like a roadmap on how to improve hourly jobs uh, across these industries. And that's, that's, that's basically our mission. That's amazing. And it's actually a perfect segue because there are um, some really interesting data points that I want to cover here. And so to give everyone a little bit of background, Propeller conducted a study in April 2022, so very recently commissioned by Legion and surveyed 1,016 hourly workers and 505 managers in North America. Legion released the report on this survey on June 14th called 2022 State of the Hourly Workforce, hence why we're discussing this today. And one of the key findings was that the great resignation is slowing in 2022, with only 8.7% of respondents saying they're currently looking for a new role. However, 75% of Gen Z employees responded saying they're likely to look for a job in the next 12 months. The survey also found that there is deep dissatisfaction within the hourly employee population, pointing to all of these things that you um, have already kind of shared with us. But specifically, what are your thoughts on these findings and how can businesses work to improve employee satisfaction for their hourly workforce? Yeah, I think the findings are not very surprising, mm -hmm. okay, because this has been the trend for uh, you know, at least ever since we've been doing studies like this, which is ever since Legion was founded. And I know there's more material on the internet than by other companies and other research firms, which all point to similar things as, as we are talking about, which is there is a, you know, businesses can do something about this. And uh, I'm going to get to your second question first and then come back to the study. Okay. I think the biggest thing businesses need to know is when when you have an objective of managing labor budgets tightly, which you should. I mean, you look at the macro, you look at, you know, concerns around inflation, consumer spending. Mm -hmm. um, that makes perfect sense that you, you should be managing this tightly. But the key insight is it, this is not a zero-sum game. You don't have to, this whole man the objective of managing 
labor tightly doesn't have to compete with the objective of improving your employee experiences. They can both coexist. Not only they can coexist, they should coexist because actually when you treat your employees well and give them some of the things that they are looking for, uh, it actually lowers your labor cost because you're going to retain them higher. The cost of worker replacement is going to be low. Just very tangible, hard dollar savings. Mm. There's also all the intangibles and other outcomes like, you know, happy, happy customers treat your employee. Uh, I mean, uh, a happy employees treat your customers better and, uh, you know, really uh, make an impact on the top line. So all that, so, so that's the conclusion, the real conclusion that it's not a zero-sum game. You can and should work on both simultaneously. Now, coming back to the study, the study shows the type of things that employees are looking for. It is uh, like a cheat sheet. This is what you got to do. And you got to figure out a way in when as a business in your scheduling standard operating procedures, do you have a way to incorporate employees' preferences? If not, that's a problem. However you do it, of course, we think it's a problem best solved by software, okay? because it's just a number of permutations. And if you got a roster of 25 people, you know, suddenly, and if everybody has a request or two every three weeks, now you're looking at a lot of, you know, permutations on how to try and satisfy every single one of your employees while still having a workable schedule that's compliant and within budget. Now suddenly, you know, it, the complexity adds up, but it is, but however you do it, maybe your roster size is small. Maybe it's easy for you to do this in Excel. However you do it, the idea of incorporating employees' flexibility in your scheduling practice is, is, is paramount. That's a, roughly speaking 60% of the reason why employees are leaving. And that is, that is massive. Just uh, that insight alone is massive and doing something about it is just paramount. Um, then creating better ways for employees to communicate with the manager. These jobs are very stressful jobs and, mm. and many people don't realize there are businesses out there with the three strike rules. If you're late three times, you get a ding and you know you it may show up on your performance, you may get fired, but yeah. conversely, there's no tools for communication. Um, most of these employees don't even get a company email address to look up policies, to look up training material. And so that's sort of, you know, the, the, the world in which these employees live in day in, day out. And to provide some communication tools, whereas chat, messaging, newsfeed, mm. that, that talks about policies and things like at a minimum, but then you can, you know, level up from there and you can say, hey, how about kudos and, and, and encouragements and, you know, increasing morales and highlighting your employee of the week and all these things matter a lot. And we've seen another 40% of employees who really care about these things. Um, then of course there is instant pay, which is again, it's been growing. It's a trend that wasn't, it was probably a blip on the radar a few years ago. Now it's like, it is in, from our vantage point here at Legion, it's starting to become a, a basic perk. Mm -hmm. We believe some industries will just adopt and your ability to hire and retain workforce is, you know, this is just going to be something you, 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 you have to do. So that's the, 
my take on this that the, the message, the study, the result from the study is not surprising. In fact, that's great. It's consistent year over year. We are seeing similar things that the employees are asking for and the managers are asking for. And it really provides a cheat sheet on what to do to really have a, a more efficient labor operations, a highly retained staff and a better business. Right. And, and, you know, actually something that we have and I've talked about instant pay a lot on this podcast and mm -hmm. in other places, because I think that's exactly right, that it's a, a basic perk. And, you know, if if businesses are not seeing some of these things that might have been progressive two years ago as a basic perk today, then they're going to be behind be behind the eight ball every time. Um, so, you know, I think what's really cool about this survey is that to your point, as you mentioned before, it is like a cheat sheet. You know, we're often employers are often asking, well, what do we do? How do we solve this problem? And <laughs> and this survey is like, well, here are some of the things that you can do right. to focus on solving the problem. Um, and actually, one of the things that came up is that um, or that the survey showed is that other than pay, scheduling, flexibility and control are the top issues that would motivate an employee to take a new job. How would Legion Solutions, which you've sort of uh, highlighted so far, um, in how would they influence hourly employees' experience at work? And what statistics from the survey can you share with us to help us better understand this result? Yes. Uh, so what Legion fundamentally does is it automates, you know, using software and using advanced software, I must add, like machine learning and AI. Uh, we automate workforce management operations with the objective of improving efficiency and productivity for the business and improving experience for the employees, right? That's, that's sort of how we state oh, the purpose of our software. Now, um, it all starts with, you know, if you think about scheduling as a problem statement, it all starts with just knowing when to schedule your, your employees and what kind of employees, with what skills do you need at what time? Um, when you peel the layers of that in the end, you, you know, you've, you, you, need a, you need a demand forecast on where and how much demand you have for labor. Whether you are retail, it could be, you know, customers walking in or customers, uh, you know, buying online and, you know, coming for pickup um, to the store. Or if you're a restaurant or a QSR, quick serve restaurant, you, uh, but, you know, how many customers are coming in or delivery orders. You need a really, really good and accurate sense of when the demand is for what type of for what type of outcomes, whether it's sales, whether it's producing food, whether it's, you know, whatever it might be. Right. Um, so Legion starts with doing a really good job of an, of, of, of an automated demand forecast across all your omni channels, right? Um, however you serve your customers, we'll forecast that demand. Then furthermore, we'll figure out to meet that demand optimally, how much labor do you need? By both the volume and the skill, and we we optimize that we 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 that process removes any waste. Meaning, you know, if if there is an employee that is being scheduled for five hours, and that employee can do task A and task B, we optimize across both so that you're maximizing that employee's time in 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 your in your workplace. So that's an that's a that's optimized labor. Mm -hmm. Now you have something that has been generated that very clearly and efficiently defines how much work needs to be done across 15 minutes interval across the next several weeks. Now that forms the foundation of generating a schedule. 
And the next step in this process, again, using AI optimization based, we figure out now, okay, if you have a roster of 25 people, you know, Sally wants to work on Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Joe wants to work on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Joe likes four hour shifts out because he lives close to the location, the work location, while Sally lives far away. So she likes eight hour shifts or six hour shifts because what's her commute time? And uh, Mark likes to work in two different other locations, weekends on that location and weekdays on this location. There are lots and lots of possibilities to process. Furthermore, each one of these employees may have some policies that they're tied to, like mm. Sally and Mark could be part-time employees and uh, Joe could be a full-time employee and so maximize Joe for 40 hours. And so all of these things get crunched, you know, and out comes a schedule of who works when, where, and how much based on their preferences their skills, but also most important, the needs of the business. And then if there are some shifts for which we don't find a good match, then we send offers, which offers are like, you know, think about like a, like a Uber offer where, you know, you get something in on your, on your uh, mobile app that says, Hey, there is a shift with that's going to the estimated pay on this shift is so-and-so on, on Friday at 2 PM, do you want it? And we send it to targeted people who have the skills, who are not working at that time, compliance, so on and so forth. And we drive further engagement with the schedule. Employees get the schedule, they come to work, they clock in on Legion because now Legion knows the schedule. They know when, when the employee is supposed to be there at what time and leave at what time. We can generate a very, we can generate a timesheet automatically and very efficiently by automatically approving most of the clocks and, and letting managers only deal with exceptions. Mm-hmm. And that, that results in a pay file that gets sent to payroll to pay. In that experience after working, we also enable employees to draw some portion of that of the pay instantly. So if I've just completed my shift, you open Legion app and you'll say, hey, you just completed shift. That's great. You can drop to 50% right now if you want to. So 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 when you think about this end-to-end experience, we covered so much ground here in terms of automation first and foremost like these are things that just better handled by software like you Mm -hmm. think about demand forecasting and permutations and combinations of who gets to work when and how much based on all these factors we talked about uh, optimizing labor to be under budget and compliant automatically uh, you know collecting all the all the time clocks and matching them against the schedule enabling and experience the employees of you know getting uh, you know uh, drawing some some of their wages instantly and managing payroll. Like that whole thing is something these businesses do day in, day out, week after week. And for the, them to have such an amazing automated process that takes care of all these things and is actually a better process than what you would execute manually, no matter how hard you try, uh, is what Legion platform is all about. And 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 that's that's and and we and then when we execute this, everything with Legion is measurable. So we can measure savings, we can measure schedule efficiency, we can measure employee retention gain, we can measure employee engagement, we can measure activity, like all of that stuff because it's a platform that's data-driven. We we have all these outcomes that we can share. So businesses have insights that they never had before in this, like, you know, if you've got thousand locations, you're not having these types of insights you know, on every single location. So, so that's 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 basically the platform, right? Um, in terms of your, uh, you know, the uh, the the results. 
when we look at, you know, like the survey results, each one of these, it gives us, like we talked about earlier in this conversation, it's a cheat sheet. It gives us a playbook on how to optimize our software too, right? We say, okay, well, employees are looking for better communication tools, great. Um, communication tools can be built. There are lots of standalone communication tools out there, but employees are engaged with their schedule. Right. Legion's weekly engagement is 88%, which is crazy high for a business app. Um, when employees are engaged with the schedule, it's a great time to show them messages and communications from their employer. That's in the same app and it, it leverages all the engagement. Great. Um, employers are worried about employees accessing some, some communication tools outside of clock hours for compliance reasons, rightfully so. Well, but we, but Legion is aware of the schedule, is aware of employees' engagement, can, can request consent and deliver that outcome while taking care of all these other things, right? So when you, when you think about piecing together all these things that are, you know, for us very much driven by the outcome of the survey, right? We, we saying this is what employees are looking for. Here's how we optimize our software to deliver that results. So from the employer standpoint, we, or from our customer standpoint, make it easy. You, you can take a look at the cheat sheet and do all those things, or you can use Legion because we already incorporated all those things. Right. No, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the world is at our fingertips today, so why wouldn't we just incorporate everything in one exactly. one-stop shop, right? And you you mentioned um, a bit, and we talked about it just before too, this idea of earned wage access, or as yes. we call it, instant pay, which is essentially enabling employees and people to earn their wages in an accessible way after they've earned their, you know, worked their hours and so on yeah. and so forth, very generally speaking. And this has come up a bit in recent years, as we sort of alluded to a little bit earlier. What, um, how would you describe earned wage access to someone who maybe has not heard about it? I know, again, we've talked about it a little bit already. Um, and then what did the survey share with us about what employees want and, and what earned wage access means to them? Um, earned wage access is something that has grown in in priority, I think, both for employees and hence for employers. Um, the, the reason why it's grown in priority is not hard to understand, I think, because, you know, a lot of employees, you know, inflation has overtaken the wage rate increase for these jobs. I mean, if you think about, you know, just the uh, graph of the increase of just cost of living, right, okay. that's far exceeded the graph of minimum wage rate increase over the past 50 years. And uh, so now many of these employees, unfortunately, are in a paycheck to paycheck living mode. And they have to do multiple jobs to just kind of, you know, have, have, a, have a decent living wage. Um, when you are in that mode, it is very hard to react to unexpected situations. For example, if your car breaks down or if your kid needs you know, your kid is sick and needs, you know, extra care. Um, there's a whole industry, in my opinion, very bad industry of payday loans, which was exploiting the situation mm -hmm. okay, by charging exorbitant rates to just do some cash advances. Uh, and then, you know, when the pay, pay comes along, you've got to pay that back and or incur even more interest and things like that. Um, on which access 
is if when done right is a great benefit to employees because it gives them access to the wages that they already earned so if i worked if i did a shift today this morning technically i've earned those wages why should i wait for a week or week and a half or two weeks to get my paycheck i if an employer if my employer is willing to give that to me right now or at least a portion of that leaving the rest for you know taxes and garnishments and all that stuff later but at least a portion of that that solves some of my quote unquote emergency cash flow problems and so so it's not surprising to see why this has this is such a great benefit and it doesn't come at any real cost i mean in fact it will help with retention it will actually gives give your business back money right well uh, and it gives employees a benefit and of course and i i i qualify this by if done right and if done right means you have to really think about this as a program you got to think about this as you know um the benefits are you are you compliant can you do you are you using a solution that can prove that it's wages earned but not paid otherwise it would be construed as as similar to a payday loan there's all these legalities around this that have to be carefully navigated uh but there are you know there are businesses out there um, um i mean solution providers out there who have who have done that and 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 our point of view at legion is this is best incorporated as a feature in workforce management because workforce management is all the data to prove that you are you worked workforce management the data to to inject any any workflow in your payroll cycle that says okay you already took 40 dollars off and now what's left is 60 so you don't need extra integrations you can really have a very tight operational program around this that doesn't incur any risk for you as a business but still deliver this uh, capability to why an app which has like legion which has 88% engagement right um now that's 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 sort of how it how it works um we think it's definitely something that every survey we've done this is increasing in the on the list of employee needs and we believe we are not that far away from a point where this just becomes table stakes like mm-hmm. just like you know a digital schedule is already table stakes i mean how many of your gen z employees going to work for places where you have to where they give you a paper schedule that take a photo of right? right that this is very much on its way to becoming table stakes that if i work i should get paid at the end of the day and keep in mind the competition the competition is gig economy companies who already provide this if i'm a brick and mortar retailer with 1000 stores i'm competing not with another brick and mortar retailer necessarily for labor i'm competing with ubers instacart postmates doordash that's who i'm competing with and they already do this so from employee standpoint hey i could i could i could do doordash and i could get this benefit right absolutely this is a uh, all pointing toward the movement toward a potentially more gig like economy absolutely. which is uh something we could spend another 40 minutes talking <laughs> about so we'll table that for now um you know we've t- spoken a lot about the hourly workforce and 
While focusing on the hourly workforce is behind everything that we do at Legion, of course, it is also just as important to think about the individuals who are managing those employees. So the survey did share that managers want more flexibility and control as well. So can you expand a little bit on this? That's a great question. And I'm glad you brought it up because when we talk about hourly workforce, uh, I think it's easy to conclude we don't mean the managers. Actually, we mean the managers too. Managers are inclusive in the mm. people who should, whose experiences need to be elevated. Right. Um, manager turnover is very high in a lot of these industries. Mm. It is just a shade lower than frontline employee uh, turnovers. And, and that's, I mean, you can imagine the impact of that on businesses. Your yeah. managers are essentially you know, kind of the general manager of these stores or these, uh, you know, units or locations and whatnot. And when you haven't turnover in your in your manager ranks, you're you're you're, you're training people and who and 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 you're losing all that knowledge. You know, uh, every time yeah. a manager walks out of the door. So, and they're a very hard job. They are, uh, I think, in this personas of workforce management that, you know. Uh, when workforce management touches a lot of personas, payroll and employees, manager is one of the hardest jobs, in my opinion, because they are dealing with, um, you know, competing priorities. I want to, I want to have my schedule. I want to manage my labor within budget. I want to make sure I don't pay any compliance penalties and things like that. I want to manage my my location turnover. I want to keep my employees happy. I want to keep my customers happy. Like this is a con yeah. every day, right? Um, and when they don't have good tools, when they don't see investment being made in improving their ability to manage, um, yes, that is going to result in in, in in turnover. And and I and I don't think that just like any one of us, any any any, or at least most most individuals want to do a good job, you know, working working and and delivering to their responsibilities. So managers want more flexibility. Managers want better tools to help manage their employees' needs with flexibility, mm-hmm. you know, in context of their labor budget and other challenges. And managers want recognition or tools for recognizing their teams, but also recognition themselves. This is, you know, definitely something that we are seeing, but the key is the, to some folks, maybe it was surprising to see the need, how much of flexibility need from managers showed up in the survey. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think, but but I think it makes sense because it is it is a very stressful job, and and for 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 managers to have some degree of control over their own schedules too, um, as well as um, having tools to to better uh, create an employee schedules, um, I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I agree. I think um, managers are often overlooked in some ways when it comes to solutions that are are geared toward making lives better and improving the experiences of employees because it's usually targeting that end user and most of the time the end user is that that sales employee or back of house employee and uh, i think it's great that there's a focus here in the survey as well in understanding what managers need because while they are part of this hourly workforce that we talk about so often they're also the ones managing the hourly mm-hmm. workforce and to your point with the competing priorities i'm sure that anyone listening can can uh really resonate or that this will resonate with them that you know the manager is not only um managing the schedule 
they're also some of the competing priorities are things that you can't predict and that can make it extremely challenging and so flexibility for managers is uh not a it's not a surprise for me and i'm sure any retailer that will listen to this episode will agree um and i i think managers when they hear something like this will probably feel very heard and that's so much a, a part of what needs to be part of the conversation i guess we can say so with that, um, I'd love to to ask you what some actions employers can take today are to address these employee concerns and therefore improve the experience of their employees. I mean, first thing I would say is, you know, measure these things. Measure, you know, uh, one of my favorite questions to ask customers and prospects is, how's your... To what's your match rate of well? What's match rate? Match rate is how many? How much do you incorporate your employees' preferences and match them with mm-hmm. your schedule? Uh, I know the answer, but, but I intentionally ask a question. Most I've never really seen people measure this, mm-hmm. um, even though it's the biggest, singular biggest driver of of attrition or retention. Um, how is your engagement with your frontline workers? Do you have an NPS score? Um, how is how efficient are you in managing uh, your schedules with an, and tying them to the needs of your customers? And just you know, some of just using data. I mean, in this day and age, there is no reason any one of any of these things should not be measurable on a day-to-day basis. Not just like a big massive project, but an ongoing basis. You right. every. Anytime you have a near real time insight into how these things are doing. Uh, so that's very important because the best in class businesses are doing that today. And if you're not doing that, you, you, should, you, you should really plot the trajectory of your business and whether you are going to stay best in class or get to best in class. Um, and then, like we said, use this uh, example of the survey use these insights to drive some operational actions. Uh, Those operational actions, we think for any reasonably complex business should be, you should have software like Legion to drive those actions so that you're not, you know, you're, uh, you can consistently guarantee measurable results, Mm. right? Uh, But however you do it, it's very important that you do it because these things, workers and managers are consistently saying, like the data is so strong on this, there's no ambiguity. Uh, they're consistently saying these are the things that, that they want and these are the things that will drive measurable results and move the, ne- move the needle. So however you do it, these things should be, at, given how tight the labor market is and where you know uh, the macro is going, this should really be on top of the list for labor intensive businesses. Right. Absolutely. And I, I really appreciate uh, you going into the survey and, and enlightening us with so many of these data points. I think um, to your point, which you mentioned at the very beginning, is that these survey results, to me at least, are not very surprising. Um, and I, I think that part of that is that we have, as employers, we have a, a lot of work to do. And luckily, we have surveys like this one that have been commissioned by Legion to help us solve the problems without you know, involving any guesswork. It's all, it's all here. And we know that while it was a, a thousand plus hourly workers and 500 plus managers that were polled in North America, we know that this is a really strong representation of this bigger challenge that we've all been confronted with 
um, probably since the the dawn of time, but especially <laughs> especially yeah, recent time. Exactly. Like, I don't know that, yeah. in, you know, when I was working in retail as an hourly employee, that this was uh -huh. any different. I think it's all kind of the same stuff, but now we have data and we have software and solutions like Legion, for example, that make these problems um, go away and, and help to alleviate some of the challenges. So with that, I have one more question for you because this is something that I ask of every single guest on the podcast. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to thank you again for your time and for sharing all of this wonderful information. So um, the very last question that I have for you is, what is the best advice that you have ever received that you continue to live by? And this can be work-related, this can be non-work-related, whatever kind of resonates with you. Um, I'll share a work-related thing which was very profoundly impactful on my life when somebody told me, work on things that matter. Hmm. Not things that are important, there's difference, or not things that are gonna be, you know, the best way to make money or not the things that are going to make you look better in the society. All those things may or may not happen, but that's a, you know, that's a, you know, that's, it's, it's not something that, that, that you are focused on. You're focused on working on things that matter. And matter, of course, matter is a personal decision. You decide what matters and what doesn't matter. But the idea of that is, if, you, if you're convinced that you're working on, some, on something that really matters to you, um, your quality of work, your motivation, your, you know, getting up, getting out of bed every day, uh, is all that stuff becomes a little bit easier, and uh, and uh, and 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 at the end of the day, you feel you've you've made a little bit more progress towards towards whatever that objective is. So, work on stuff that matters. I love it. I love it. That those are some really good words to live by. Um, and I guess with that, I'd love to in, uh, to ask you if you'd like to share where any listeners can connect with you if they'd like to learn more. Yeah, I mean, Legion uh, website is legion.co, CO. And, uh, you know, that's a great way to learn more about Legion. Uh, but also um, on, on LinkedIn uh, would be, you know, if anyone has advice or feedback or uh, you know, want to share notes, I'm definitely very active on LinkedIn. So please, uh, you know, look me up on LinkedIn and uh, uh, drop me a note. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Sanish. We really appreciate you joining. Thank you, Tracy. This was great.